Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. Lads, tens of thousands of Leave and Search students across the country are filling out their CAO forms at the moment. And with the CAO deadline, it's tomorrow, 5pm. We said we would have a chat and get some advice if you're still trying to decide on what to do with your form. Donica O'Mahony set up Leave and Search guidance to help guide students and parents just to make these tough decisions for life after secondary school. And Donica is in studio. Good morning. Good morning, Jennifer. Thank you very much. Thanks for popping in, even though the Uber broke down yeah. in Donnybrook. You are still here. You are still here. Um, Donica, is there still going to be many people who haven't filled out the CAO at this stage? Well, at this stage, you don't actually have to have it filled out. You just have to have the account opened. That's the main thing. So that's tomorrow's deadline. Uh, it's for a few different people. So the first one is, if you don't have your account opened, tomorrow at 5pm is the deadline. The second one is, if you're a mature applicant, you have to have it done by tomorrow. If you're a here or dare applicant, has to be done by tomorrow. And if you're applying for restricted courses, 5pm is your deadline tomorrow. Okay. There is a late application, so that's why, you know, if you don't have it done by tomorrow, but that late application doesn't go for matures. But here if you don't dares, know by now. Yeah, exactly. I yeah. mean, come on. You have a fair idea. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But what are the common mistakes people make when filling out that CAO? Yeah, so a big one is kind of genuine order of preference. So you have to tell the CAO that number one is my dream course. And if I get the entry requirements and the points for that, that's what I want you to offer me. And if I don't get offered that, then it's number two is the one I really want next. Some people just fill it out willy-nilly kind of, and they might get their third offer in the first round and they might say, well, actually, I'd prefer my fourth offer now. And that cannot be done because your fourth offer has been offered to somebody else. So genuine order of preference is kind of the first mistake. And the second one then is personal details. Uh, so your exam number and things like that on the CEO. Some people forget to fill it out despite correspondence being sent out by the CEO. And that's the third mistake is read all correspondence from the CEO. They're not trying to spam your account or anything like that. They really want you to read it and do what they're asking you to do. Yeah. <laughs> I have to read the terms I know. Yeah. and all of that. It is important. Okay, so um what are some of the questions that you get asked mostly about this? Yeah, so I suppose the big one is points. What are the points going mm. to be? And there's no way to know what the points are going to be because the way the points work is, um, so the colleges don't just come up with a random number and say, that's the point you need to get into the course. The points work as that's the last person that got a place on the course. That's the points that they got. Okay. Um, so, you won't know until on the day. Even if you work in the CAO, you won't know to on the day what the points are going to be. Now, this particular year group hasn't even sat a junior cert, so they've never sat a state exam before. So that's why it's a little bit trickier for them. So the mocks are on at the minute, and most schools are trying to recreate the state exams as best they can uh, to see what way it's going to go for them. So I suppose grade inflation was a big thing the last couple of years, yep. and they're trying to wean away from the grade inflation now. Okay, good on them. Popular courses this year, what are we thinking? Uh, so there's a number of ones, data science, robotics, AI is a big thing. I know chat GPT is a big conversation among some students and essay writing and all that. So AI is massive. Yeah, okay. like I said, data science. Last year, uh, obviously, climate change was the talk of the world. So environmental science and sustainability courses actually went up in points. And then during COVID, say, nursing courses went up in points. So the CEO gives you a good indicator kind of what's happening in the world. Okay, um, what if someone wants to take a year out and go travelling or work for a little bit? What are their options? So I'm actually a big proponent of taking a year out if it's done well. So yes. I always think if 
you're maybe a good musician or you're a good athlete or something to take that year out and maybe try and enhance those skills. We're very consumed by go straight to college and, and do these things. But take the time out, make a schedule for the year that it's it's beneficial to you, that you're ticking off boxes along the way. So there's lots of, I've actually helped lots of athletes to kind of take a year out. Uh, kind of they're either between uh, school and scholarship or even school and turn a professional. So it's always a big thing uh, to take that year and use it well. But if you defer your course, deferral is a big thing. First thing I'd say to you if you're going to defer your course is don't accept the course. That's a big thing. You accepted your in. Don't accept it. You want to defer it. You contact the university straight away and they'll give you the steps on how to defer properly. Okay. Yeah, because I was going to ask you, what if someone changes their mind between now and being offered a college course? Yeah, so if you change your mind, number one, if your list changed, there's nothing you can do about that if you decide you want something lower on your list. So 1st of July is the proper deadline for having everything done. So really between 1st of July and then middle of August is generally when leaving cert and CEO offers come out. There shouldn't be a huge change from then, but sometimes it happens. It's the most common question I get in August I want a course lower down my list or I want to defer what do I do ah, hmm. hopefully that won't happen do you need to go through the CAO process if you're looking at um, studying abroad so you don't no so if you want to study in the UK so Scotland, Wales England, Northern Ireland you go through UCAS so a lot of students would actually apply to Northern Ireland because it's only up the road and there's some great benefits of studying in Northern Ireland uh, then Netherlands Poland Poland's massive for health sciences. We actually have more Irish students studying veterinary in Poland than we do in Ireland itself. Uh, so you don't, you apply directly to the colleges there. Italy has become very uh, popular for medicine and health science course the last number of years and it's a good bit cheaper in Italy as well to study through. But your Poland, the cost of living is a lot cheaper as well. You're talking 100 to 150 euro per month for a single uh, bedroom on campus. Which wow. Which is really cheap. Yeah. Holy moly. Yeah. Okay, let's talk mature students. Um, they're out there, they might be listening. What if you want to go back to college as a mature student to change your career altogether? Do you, do you need to go through the CAO process? You need to go through the CEO okay. process. Yeah. Yeah. So that's your deadline is 5 p.m. tomorrow. So if you're homing and hawing about it, you know, you want to make that decision pretty quickly because the mature application is a bit different. Uh, you're going to, you know, different materials going to be required for your application. Like what? Uh, so you might write a personal statement to look at your experience maybe in the field. Uh, I know a lot of people maybe who are doing caring in, in certain settings might apply for nursing and they'd all have to also have to do an aptitude test as well. So there's a good bit of difference between, say, the general or leave and search applicants compared to the mature applicants. Okay, so it's it's a little bit different in that respect. Yeah. Okay, so what advice do you have for students if they don't get offered their CAO choices? What would you say to them? I really say, and I, I know it's cliche, but don't panic. There's so many different options. Um, like from when I was doing uh, the leave and search and the CEO, there wasn't that many options. You know, PLCs are massive uh, at the minute. And uh, like you said, studying abroad, even the likes of Poland for medical and health sciences, those deadlines don't close till after the CEO offer come out so you still have the opportunity to apply for those uh, so there's lots and lots of different opportunities there's amazing apprenticeships out now this was really overhauled in 2015 you've got like you know insurance auctioneering science engineering all level 8 qualifications at the end of it and they're earn as you learn too so you could earn about 20,000 a year while you're studying uh, which you wouldn't get if you were going to college as normal so lots of opportunities don't panic don't fret don't panic there are other options Tell me about leavingsourguidance.ie. So Leavens Our Guidance is, mainly it's an Instagram page and we have TikTok as well, but Leavens Our Guidance, we 
you know, remind students of deadlines. We interview different universities talking about their new courses coming out and scholarships. Wow. Uh, there's a whole lot going on. So it's Leave Insert Guidance uh, on Instagram and TikTok. And make sure to give us a follow. You'll really enjoy it. So we've over 10,000 students following us at the minute, uh, getting their advice from there. There we go. Donegan, thank you so much thank for you, popping Jennifer. in. Uh, there we go. That was Guidance Counselor at Loretta College, St. Stephen's Green. Donica O'Mahony speaking to us about his website, leaveinsertguidance.e. Uh, go and check it out on Instagram. And uh, it's just, it's advice for students and parents to give you the guidance that you need when it comes to CAO and life after secondary school. It's not all bad, lads. I'm telling you, it's okay. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from nine. On 2FM.